Hi, Bruno Jr. here. Our podcast, Busting Addiction and Smiths, is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com. SafeHouse believes that traditional treatments fall short of the needs of clients who face the modern problems of addiction. Modern problems need modern solutions. Multiple addictions, multiple relapses, multiple triggers, and cheaper and more powerful street drugs set up unprecedented challenges facing treatment centers. What is needed is a more sophisticated approach, a better way forward. There are three reasons to choose our progressive modern treatment program. One, a more sophisticated intake process. Two, technology proven to enhance recovery. And three, the most robust aftercare program in our sector. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com. Episode 3, Season 9, Another Look at the Alcoholic's Brain. The progress of science and research into the workings of the human brain continue, are in fact accelerating with the introduction of new technologies that are helping us explain the physical causes of alcoholic behavior that had us befuddled until now, that is. So let us start with a quote by a scientist whose thinking is revered by everyone in all corners of the world. Albert Einstein said this, The brain that causes the problem cannot solve the problem. Sick brains do not cure sick brains. Deborah Jay, a well-known writer on the topic of addiction interventions, says, Yet those of us not educated on the profound changes that the alcoholic or addicted brain has undergone, still expect alcoholics and addicts to make decisions that reflect normal thinking. Using drugs repetitively changes the brain, both its structure and its function, in ways that can persist long after the drug use has ended. At this point, let me quote an old trope I learned in AA. What happens when you sober up a horse thief? Now you have a sober horse thief. So, this business of learning how to behave as a mensch, which is Yiddish for real human being, polite, honest, not grandiose, reliable, loving, humble, responsible, accountable, and friendly, takes a lot more work than we realize after many years of being nice only for show. Addictive thinking persists. What happens is this. Families often believe that when addicts are sober, their thinking is normal and and that their brains are altered only when they are actively using drugs. Nothing could be further from the truth. Here's the deal. The addicted brain does not return to normal between periods of alcohol or other drug use. Many changes in the brain takes months or even years to reverse themselves, and many never do. My personal experience with addicts and alcoholics gives us a living example. Many years of drinking and smoking marijuana resulted in my never being able to just tell you the simple truth. It had to be tinged with sarcasm or contempt of some kind. Maybe I could blame it on New York culture, and if that was that, then it was gutter culture. It took a few years to completely purge my language of the F word and other vulgarism. Today it hurts my ears to hear people talk that way, tell you the truth. I know that I acted fairly rationally and professionally during the workday, so one would think I was, quote, normal. 
but meet me in a bar a few hours later and I had morphed to a talkative BS artist up for anything, including heroin and sex with prostitutes or any woman for that matter. Just because I took no for an answer doesn't score me any points. I could always find a cocaine whore almost anywhere late at night. Flawed decision-making, heedless to consequence. Deborah J. continues her insight. Quote, Addicts and alcoholics repeatedly astound their families by what seems to be a complete disregard for personal responsibility, including foolish financial decisions or impulses. Impairments in addicts' brains are similar to how people with prefrontal cortex injuries make decisions. They make decisions based on immediate gratification rather than on future consequences. Families think that negative consequences will surely turn addicts around, but their brains are ignoring consequences. Addiction is a complex disease that that science is still trying to fully understand. Brain imaging techniques tell us a lot about the addicted brain and see how it is behaving differently makes the disease somewhat easier to understand. A spiritual disease, too. We identify it as a disease of the brain, but it really doesn't end there. Addiction causes a spiritual sickness that can make getting well all the more challenging. This according to Deborah J. I like to see where science seems to corroborate the philosophy of Alcoholics Anonymous, which was founded way back in 1935, but whose truths resonate to this day. AA talks about their program as a design for living that really works. I believe the second step is particularly relevant to our discussion. Came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. When I had been in AA only a short time, an old-timer told me something that has affected my life ever since. He said this, AA does not teach us how to handle drinking. It teaches us how to handle sobriety. God willing, we members of AA may never again have to deal with drinking, but we have to deal with sobriety every day. A spiritual solution, too. There's another quote from the book Alcoholics Anonymous that brings our transformation to life. We have found much of heaven, and we have been rocketed into a fourth dimension of existence of which we had not even dreamed. And that fourth dimension is the spiritual dimension. Those of us in 12-step programs such as AA have had deep and effective spiritual experiences which have revolutionized our whole attitude toward life toward our fellows, and towards God's universe. I'll close with this quote from Deborah Kay. For addicts, recovery is not simple abstinence. It's about healing the damaged brain, remembering how to feel, learning how to make good decisions, becoming the kind of person who can engage in a healthy relationship, cultivating the willingness to accept help from others, daring to be honest, and opening up to doing things differently. Recovery for both addicts, alcoholics, and their families is a spiritual experience that ultimately is about healing the soul. Beautiful sentence. Recovery is a spiritual experience that ultimately is about healing the soul. We've learned that, one, science has identified certain regions of the brain that account for dysfunctional alcoholic thinking even when the addict or alcoholic is not using or drinking at all. 
Two, in addition, this aspect of brain chemistry is closely aligned with short-term gratification, heedless to consequences, which is characteristic of alcoholics and addicts and how they behave. Three, even a rational expert like Deborah Kay understands that one's spiritual life becomes degraded when addiction enters one's life. Four, restoration of one's spirituality should be the major goal to recovering one's soul and one's life. That is the main goal of 12-step programs everywhere, after the alcohol and drugs are put away for good. Our podcast is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com, a modern approach to recovery. To learn more, visit us at SafeHouseRehab.com.